1: Megan and Tierney, and guest will make three. God army, mash minute.
0: Welcome back to Mash Minute, where we analyze the 1970 Robert Altman film One Minute at a Time. I'm Megan Coleman. I'm Tierney Steele,
1: and I will let Jen introduce herself because it's starting to feel weird. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I'm Jen Dederick. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Uh, I'm Jen. I'm this very special guest today. Uh, I wrote a book called She the People which is a narrative history of women's citizenship in the U.S. from 1776 to now uh, and it can be purchased at bookstores. <laughs> I guess that's it. Yeah. yeah, And that's the thing that I'm selling.
1: And I'm from that description of the book, you can imagine why when I mentioned that we were going to be talking about the character of Margaret Houlihan and where she fits in, our previous Guest Paul Francis Sullivan said, "Oh, I know someone you need to talk to." <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he always, yeah, he always wants everyone to talk to me. Anyway, though, that's that's Sully for you. He's very pro Dederic.
1: he's so prodetic uh you are going to appear on his podcast as well bull durham minute is supposed to come out sometime after the new year not sure if it has a release date yet but yeah we'll both be talking about baseball on there
2: but today we're going to continue
1: talking about football for a little bit you know it's
2: weird like i'm talking all about sports and podcasts which was not something i expected to be doing but here i am
1: here we are total athletes that's (laughs) that's uh That's a lie. This is minute 108 of MASH. It begins with the refs trying to regain control of the game while the cheerleaders chant 69 is divine. And yes, <laughs> I am going to work that into my notes as many times as possible. It <laughs> right. ends with Hammond shouting as he paces the sidelines in the fourth quarter. So we're getting through this game. I do not understand Blake's insult to Hammond, I but say that I'm I obsessed quite and neither does Mulcahy. Look at Renee's face. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. he's like, he's like, wait, what? Yeah,
1: nobody <laughs> gets it, but it is one hundred percent redeemed. Yeah, that laugh, totally, yeah, the laugh that Blake gives after yelling, "Another side of beef for your butcher shop," and he's just psychotic. It's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, this doesn't make... I, yeah, what does that mean? Now I'm have to. i going to be wondering about what that means. But another... I don't... Oh, wait, but Charlie. Charlie's is the enemy, right? No, I don't know. But what, Yeah,
1: well, his name is Charles Hammond. Although, now I'm really obsessed to find out when his her first name became Charlie. Was that
2: always
0: Charles? Another me for
2: your butcher shop, Charlie, is the reason that the guy who's going off is he's going to be... I don't know. I, yeah, uh, I, 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 do you think
0: that it does have to do with like, the idea like a piece of meat? Yeah, it's
2: a piece of meat. Yeah, but for yeah. Your yeah. Butcher up, that you're gonna, you're gonna be someone who you okay. to be destroying. But I don't know. But I, but I, that's I don't know. Because the they're a
1: hospital, so the butcher, you know, because the mashes yeah. are referred to as meatball oh, right. surgery, so meatball maybe not. Right. Okay, back is the butcher shop. Yeah. It okay, does not. Yep. I feel a lot better that Father Mulcahy doesn't get it either, though, because it's like yeah. I think he just yelled. You know, it's the 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 dad in a Christmas story does that, where it's just like I'm just yelling words and they don't actually make <laughs> sense. True. But you can tell by the way I'm saying them that I'm that you're I mean, being insulted. <laughs> right, right, right.
2: Yeah. It's like it doesn't. It makes no sense.
1: Yes. And yes. then, good lord, that laugh is a thing of beauty. <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah
2: it's like yeah this is like where all the this is where all the microphones that altman used come in handy yeah <laughs> if you have because you get to hear all this all the stuff
1: and yeah. it's nice to have a, a moment of levity before
2: <laughs>
1: before hammond's yelling to ogling to yelling so quickly right. oh <laughs> Boy, is it dad.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. Yeah, that's their whole, right. They have the moment of, oh, wait, there's a new girl. I haven't checked her out yet and, and objectified her. So just let me take a moment to make sure. Literally, says says, I just yeah. had her shipped in. Yeah, I just Ugh. had her shipped in. It's another, and it's like right after he says, another side of beef for your butcher shop. And he's talking about her like of oh, meat, which also uh... is a nice little dovetailing. Mm-hmm. Seeing there's a little, it's putting that together there. They're all, it's... they're all just meat. Everyone's just meat.
0: So I went to Urban Dictionary my poor Google search history. <laughs> and definition number three for piece of meat is it literally says the tender and juicy beef steak hanging between a guy's legs. Oh,
2: yep, yeah, there you go.
0: So maybe that makes more sense. I don't know.
2: Maybe it's a, well. I, although that also now I like. I've never heard that, but also that. I intent, haven't either because it looks like a side yeah. of beef hanging there. Right. <laughs> Which
1: makes but like that doesn't that doesn't work as an insult to him. No, <laughs> no, it's, no, no it, it doesn't.
2: Number, that number doesn't. four. <laughs> Number four is now, mm. but what I think what that we're all thinking about testicles right now. I just want to point out that for a moment there, that we all three were thinking about testicles. That's all. <laughs> Go on.
0: That's all. Number four, Tierney. I don't know if you've heard this because I know you're a hockey fan. <laughs> says piece of meat in ice hockey, a player who was open to receive a pass and was ignored by his teammate and used only to draw defense towards him.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I
0: could have scored that, but I guess I'm just a big piece of meat.
2: Aww. 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 Well, there is like it's all. I mean, anytime. All right, so because here we've got you know meatball surgery, right? they yep. uh, whenever someone's being operated on, they're basically it looks like they're butchers, right? They're not yeah, really yeah, related to the yeah. people on the table, so that everyone becomes a piece of meat in this all the time. They're thinking all the time about how we're meat puppets, right? That that's mm-hmm. that's how they that uh, we're all just animated. That's why they're going and-
1: insane in a war zone. <laughs>
2: And that's why they're going to stay in a war zone. And so it all fits like this little minute where you have the another side of beef, your butcher shop. And then there's the nurse who literally just becomes yet another side of beef. <laughs> like, like, uh, Here's more meat that we've brought in. She's fresh meat that yep. we've had shipped in for you. Yeah. I mean, so, but everyone's a piece of meat in this, in this scenario
1: yeah even oh. the aide who i now oh refer to as sh- aiden i christened him aiden okay so like aiden quinn okay like he's an aide but
2: yes. <laughs> yeah sure, but um I, d- I just saw desperately seeking to susan again recently so i'm thinking about aiden quinn go <gasps> so on i i mentioned before
1: i'm kind of obsessed with his and hammond's relationship and right. i was thinking is he in love with hammond like their their body language sometimes made me wonder and the way that like when he says i just had a shipment in he like puts his arm around hammond I, it's just something mm. wasn't clicking right but then also later in this minute he basically taught uh hammond yells what did i make you a major for for a team like that so it implies that aiden is the one that put this team together and he's also the right. one getting the cheerleaders and so i was like oh wait because we said it was very weird how proud he was of hammond's football team but it makes sense if you think of it as like this is kind of his football team
2: yeah because he's the aide. because they're not because it's like having you know let's the guy in charge never actually does stuff it's always the person who's the <laughs> assistant right assistants are do all the stuff so they get to have but it's also it's like a little bit of a smithers burns thing is that what you're saying
1: i think so oh
0: yeah i well,
1: think that that's what i'm picking up on yeah. there's just yeah. There's something about their interactions that, yeah, actually, the more I think about it, the more I like that, because yeah. we're going to see Hammond's bald head well, next
2: minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like sycophantic, Wherein, like Radar is not, right? He's, yeah. he's not really sycophantic. He's like secretly the one actually doing the stuff,
0: right? Mm-hmm. Like he's always,
2: you know, so he, um, he doesn't have the same, he, he's helpful, but he doesn't he doesn't think he doesn't think his boss is all that smart. Yeah, necessarily. where no. it's weird, he like, which he accepts. Yeah,
1: the aide does all the work and then purposefully gives Hammond credit, kind of.
2: Yep. Yeah. So that's his thing. He's he built it up. He's like the his wife <laughs> right? <laughs> like he's like Marsh, he's like his work Lewis. wife Lucas. Yes, <laughs> that's right. He's, he's Marsha Lucas. Yeah, see, because that was a thing. Have you ever watched? There's, you know. Charles and Ray Eames were husband and wife and mm-hmm. right and the, the mm-hmm. designers and, and I for, it was years where I knew that I assumed they were brothers because you know Ray and mm-hmm. then and there's this crazy episode of some show in the 60s I think it was or maybe it was the late 50s and they're being interviewed and the reporter I don't remember who it was but she's a woman and she keeps trying to get Ray Eames to admit that she is an equal part of this operation of designing this furniture stuff and mm-hmm. Ray Eames keeps deferring going no no no, no it's all Charles you kind of got to it up mm-hmm. in, and then you can see this reporter going like, ah. And so anyway, so that whole notion that these men need to be propped up by somebody. But in at war, he doesn't get to have his wife there. So he's got his aide. <laughs> That's all. I know that was a long, I don't know how I got to Charles from my But there you go. I
1: love that. I love No. I wonder if Marsha Lucas ever had trouble with her knee. <laughs> yeah as <laughs> yeah. we learn, that's how uh he's avoiding combat duty he has a trick knee and the, <laughs> the him play what about my knee charlie remember my knee, <laughs> my knee. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good and uh, i it's very sad if you, if you like think about it for more than a second but in a really funny
2: <laughs> way <laughs> sad in a funny way
1: minute 108 features one of my favorite jokes from this movie in fact probably one of my favorite call and responses of all time even though it's completely insulting but it it just <laughs> is perfect the uh the third quarter ends there's a gunshot because it's the end of the quarter i right actually i can't even get to this without pointing out this makes no sense because two quarters have already ended so this joke clearly was meant to happen earlier in the movie but it they put it here right. and or earlier in the football game i should say
2: right right um
1: but they've decided to put it here where it makes no sense and it, it's <laughs> so good because blake screams my god they've shot him <laughs> and the deadpan wade roger bowen it, like he says it fast but neutral hot lips you incredible nincompoop it's the end of the quarter. Right, you then right. You then get to think about this joke at the end of every quarter of any sport for the rest of your life. It's so perfectly delivered. (laughs) It's so good. And her Mm. scream is so beautiful. (laughs) Oh, it's it's so good. And this was one of the things I've mentioned before. When I first figured out you could use any wave file on your computer for different sounds. Like, remember oh, yes. our computer oh, would always yeah. make sounds. We'd them up and off and sign- and all these different things. Yes. I can't remember what I had, but something, maybe it was when I signed out. I had this as, like, my sign out at the end of the oh, quarter.
2: wow. That's a little... I remember, yeah, wow. I remember, that's right. I used to do that all the time. Now I mm-hmm. never even do that. I used to have, like, I remember getting the Star Trek set so I could have, like, the, you know, the doors opening and closing <sighs> and the Star Trek. Yes. Yeah, one of my noises.
1: Exact same idea. It was so... But, yeah, I, I had a bunch of things. Because I know, I think turning off my, like, shutting down my computer was the animal house was... I think you were leaving what a good idea
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I think I had a I'm sorry I can't do that Dave. at some point (laughs) that that was which was like of course you have to have that but now Mm -hmm. it's like because we get alerts all the time on our phones like now I I used to have like a special ringtone it would be like you know some song and now I'm like no I don't want to hear that clip from that song every time so yeah
1: I, I have a jingle, which works because it was like, okay, this was designed for this length of, of
2: time, <laughs> basically. Right, right, Exactly. Yeah. I used to have the flight of the Valkyries for when my mother called. I, <laughs> I should have that. I should have, I should put that back on. And then I have like a special tune when my kid calls. So I'm, I know that that's happening. Yeah. But other than that, but everyone else gets the same ringtone. That makes sense. But yeah, You're I can't like remember kind the kind last time, time I
1: customized, literally on my laptop, I threw a picture on the wallpaper and like that was it. That's all I did to customize. Right,
2: because now it's like not even there's too much. We have too much to customize. Yeah, yeah. but it used no to one, be so exciting. It <laughs> used to be so exciting and now it's not.
1: And crafting <laughs> your AM away messages, I mean that was an art
2: form. Oh, oh man, yeah, see now well, it's just, now we just have democracy being destroyed. That's all we have now. No, no. more fun ringtone. Yeah. No. <laughs> Ew, <laughs> ew. To, to, yeah, yeah. I
1: will give credit where it is due because I've I've been saying this for like over a year now, and people are like, "Wow, yeah, that's amazing!" And I was like, "No, no, no, I stole this from John Oliver, and now he gets to say it every single episode." We are living through stupid Watergate.
2: <laughs> yeah, stupid Watergate. Yeah, it is stupid Watergate. Yep. <laughs> oh,
1: I understand so much more about the seventies now that I'm like, oh.
0: This sucks.
2: (laughs) Yeah. But then at least, like, there were... I don't know. I I I asked somebody
0: who... Oh, go ahead, Judge. Sorry. No, because I
2: was born in 1970. The first time I ever heard that there was a president... I, it was a that the president is Richard Nixon, and B a bunch of people want to impeach him. That was I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, like that's that's what I know about what a president is. But then and then I had you know, grown ups talk about it all the time. But I remember I have, I have a friend who's a reporter who's a boomer. I always cause I'm Generation X. I'm always harassing mm. him for being a baby boomer, and uh, late 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 boomers because it's a different but anyway and he's obsessed with watergate and i remember early on in this like saying like he at some point was talking about the i posted something about the russia stuff and he was like oh who cares why it's so good you know it's like dude you know every single detail about watergate (laughs) obsessively because you're a boomer and now we're talking about like the russians hacked like our (laughs) system like have hacked our our electoral like this is the watergate break-in but it's the russians (laughs) like what are you doing (laughs) It's not like in. I was like, how, how do you not it? see the correlation
1: here? Not <laughs> we could it's not it's be any more crazy. obvious.
2: The cold war is, like, is back. <laughs> imagine it's a filing cabinet and some guy in a ski mask just. Yeah, just then maybe you can take it seriously. Literally,
1: <sighs> it's the same
2: Yeah, yeah. So, it's, yeah. A it's a whole thing. You- I was going to say that wasn't happening yet when MASH comes out, but it is like Nixon's elected and the whole, you know, and all yeah. the the boomers are disillusioned and not voting and all that stuff. So Yes. Yeah.
1: It's, uh, uh, watching the evolution of the TV show is fascinating to me. <laughs>
2: yes. There's this one point. So we we watched the TV show straight, straight through, right? And there's suddenly these episodes at the beginning of this one season, there's this double episode and there's something like all these entertainers from the 40s. And they're all supposed to be like old USO people. And it's like this really hokey, weird um, oh, yeah. episode, like double episode. And like, and it also has this thing where they bring back the laugh track for some of it. Like there's this one, one performer and every time she's on the screen, there's the laugh track. I don't know. It's like this whole crazy hokey thing. And I was like, what the hell? And it was so out of character. And then I realized, I looked at the date on it, and it's right after like Reagan was elected. And he yep. criticized MASH as being un-American, right? And so- Oh, yeah. They suddenly, so they put up these, like, episodes of, like, World War Two people, USO, look, it's old-time movie stars like you like, you know, and it's, like, it's so weird. It's, like, the weirdest, and it's completely doesn't fit into any of the other episodes. It's really um, bizarre.
0: It's snap judgment and snappier judgment. I remember the USO show. <laughs>
1: yes. The, the highlight is um, they let uh, Radar near a drum set. That's always good. Like, I always think <laughs> that's great. That's
0: right. That's
1: right. But, yeah, uh, it, uh, it's, uh... It's fascinating, and and Megan, it makes me so sad because I was so excited to study Cold War history, and I ended up major in military history and was fascinated and knew all about that and could tell you the specs on the SR-71 at one point and read in chains and it's just like oh no (laughs) like they started talking about actually using the uh, massive the bomb that is like whoa I can't believe they made a bomb that big and then they're like we might use it I'm like you idiots you're not supposed (laughs) to use it now it's not now we can't we can't enjoy it anymore i just wanted the no, toys can't. like war games you're not supposed to actually kill people with them though uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh i hate the russians anyway there are no russians in this movie so right. i'm good <laughs> That's
2: right. well tec- technically there are but they're backing well not really okay
1: we don't, like, we don't see them. We don't see them. They're on the other side right, of the hill. Chinese, <laughs> and, but
2: yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There yeah.
1: are Russians overhead, but we're supposed to pretend we don't know that.
2: <laughs> right. That's right, right. This is yeah. This is a domino, a domino thing, an early domino. Right. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. How'd that work out for us all? Anyway, let's sit on a bench <laughs> and smoke a joint. We can puff and pass, and we'll all feel much better. So this yeah. is this joint is one of the things that is pointed out as like. Really, Robert Altman? Okay. This is not a movie about the Korean conflict.
2: (laughs) Right? You're like, wait wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah."
1: This is literally two men in 70s football uniforms with 70s haircuts sitting on a bench in the set. Well, 60s, but still having some marijuana, having some You know what's funny? I've always referred to it as pot. And then my friends who actually were into it were like, ugh, tyranny, it's weed. And I was just like, We're snotty about what we call weed. Like, I mean, weed
2: sounds terrible. I don't like. It it makes it sound annoying when you call it weed. That's just my opinion. (laughs) Like, I just feel like it's more annoying sounding.
1: I had no problem with them calling it weed, and I'm calling it pot, and we all (laughs) knew what we were talking about. But apparently, that made me a throwback.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a problem with them calling it weed.
1: There you, there you go. There.
2: Put it that's out there. It, I love yeah.
1: it. Ha, yeah. Put that yeah. in your bowl and smoke it, Mike T. That's, that's
2: <laughs> right. That's right. Don't be annoying, Mike <laughs> T. <Yeah. laughs> no. Oh God, I hope he's listening. That'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> I mean, I really doubt it, but still, he might, uh, he might. And uh, well, there are more scrubs. The last like note I have for this minute is Trapper with his bubble gum.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Gross, but so, like, it looks good, but you know yeah. it's disgusting. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's, like, yeah. This describes a lot of things about guys. <laughs> so I'll right, let I mean, you guys talk about,
1: you. yeah, accurate. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, you know, and uh, especially guys yeah. in 70s movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll uh, let you, I'll let Megan call this uh, this meeting of the Trapper Appreciation Society to order. And <laughs> I'll go sit off on the side <laughs> and say I don't get it. <laughs> my God, really? You don't under. Oh my God, but
2: he's so cute. He
0: is uh, like Elliot Gould. He's his so great. His great voice. Like, yeah,
2: he's so hunky, but funny and, uh, Elliot Gould.
0: It's great. Have you seen The Long yeah. by or. Which is what? Have you seen the long goodbye with
2: Elliot Gould? Yes, of course. Film. Oh, he's so yeah, he's so cute in that. Oh my, he's just like he's cool. You know, he's like he's cool but funny. Like not not too sleazy. You know, like a lot of the guys back like there kind of get a little sleazy, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Because um,
0: he Elliot Gould narrates a whole bunch of Raymond Chandler Chandler books, which is like what <sighs> the long goodbye is actually based off of the right. of Raymond Chandler book. So I've been like recently binging on interlibrary loan. <laughs>
2: Like oh Raymond God. Chandler's book that Elliot Gould has narrated. <laughs> well, you said in a previous episode that he did audiobooks. You did not yeah. tell me they were Raymond Chandler audiobooks.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, he said some other ones that aren't Raymond Chandler, but I've been listening to the Raymond Chandler oh, because I'm man. like, Elliot
2: Gould,
0: he oh played
2: God. I have to do this. <laughs> I'm so, that's I, I have to stop talking to you guys right now because I just have to go and listen to one of these audiobooks. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this is over. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, thanks for coming on, Jen. Sorry, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got,
2: got to
1: go. Yeah, These things happen. Well, you know what? That's kind of how this minute ends. It's like, yeah, there's some more scrums, refs breaking up piles, Hula Hand cheering. The game is not over, but we're uh, we're starting to run out of steam here, both sides.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> they've gotten all gotten stoned. <laughs> all the players are stoned. Yes. <laughs>
1: The music's back. That's a little uplifting.
2: Yeah. Right, right.
1: <laughs> yeah, we can. Maybe someday you'll be able to buy an audiobook written, uh, a book written by Jen Dederick, narrated by Elliot Gould
2: that would be that's the dream
1: there you go you gotta (laughs) gotta come up with some sort of uh in like we'll 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 uh brainstorm ideas yeah oh yeah yeah, just find something down there something that he would be interested in i'm trying to remember if when i met him i touched it at any point but i don't think i did like maybe handing the pen back and forth because he said um i went to a big a night honoring the memory of Robert Altman and then then he screamed back afterwards and like Catherine Altman was there and Mike Murphy and all these people and Sally Kellerman and Elliot Gould was one of them and he was just a delightful person. (laughs) <laughs> like so nice yeah. you know we're all like you know crushed in this lobby and everyone's talking and he you know he's just signing books like nothing crazy or weird or anything but he was like actually talking to people which is always just really nice oh so. no. and apparently Dang. he went out to a bar with a bunch of them afterwards but i was not involved in that obviously <laughs> Dang. that's hilarious.
2: i'm gonna go to a bar with elliot gould i know right i told me So many things I want to do now. But uh,
1: If I had known I was going to end up hosting a podcast on MASH, I would have done it. Just like (laughs) to get good
2: stories. Yeah, right? I haven't met anyone from MASH that I can think of. Mm -mm. Uh, No, I don't think
0: so. I met Paul Newman once, but that's about it.
2: Oh. Right, but that's when you can talk about that if you do the uh, the slap that's shot. That's right, we do slap That's right. If we do snapshot yeah, right. movie minute thing, then you can you can talk about that.
1: Oh, I was so close to meeting him, and I didn't. And I'm so sad. But I was respecting his family. No, well, that <laughs> nice. was nice. a candy stripe, and it's like, don't don't be that person who like comes up yeah. with an excuse to go in there. Like, dude, if it's meant to be, he'll get like a flower delivery or yeah.
2: something. <laughs> I met Aiden Quinn once and he was completely uninterested in talking to me. That's all. Oh, okay. That's because he didn't know. But now maybe he'll hear this podcast and be like, she's actually fascinating. There we go. <laughs>
1: all gonna come full circle. I love it. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what I think. Yeah.
1: Alright, well we will come full circle by returning tomorrow with the next episode, the next minute of this movie. <laughs>